from Madagascar, the trio Tocotello, featuring the unmistakable guitar picking of Maestro Gari. <laughs> That's the voice of Tocotello, Monica Njaba. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. My friends, get ready for an hour of spectacular guitar playing. As fans of this program know, the guitar has been adapted, reinvented, retuned, and reimagined in countless ways all over the African continent. On today's program, we'll hear Congolese rockers, desert blues troubadours, Sahel finger pickers, and we'll sample the little-known music of itinerant guitarists in Botswana. So kick back and feast your ears on this mostly music edition of our program. More African guitars. We start in Madagascar with the second release from Tocotello. In the original trio, De Gary and Monica were joined by accordionist Regis Gizav. But following Regis's tragic death in 2017, the trio regrouped with, you guessed it, another guitarist. Here's an instrumental track from Tocotello's new release, Diavola featuring Gary matching wits with the trio's newest member, Joel Rabesoulou. Thank you. 
Malian guitar ace Omar Konate mixing reggae and African blues from his new release Live in Bamako. I'm Georges Collinet with an hour of entrancing African guitar music on Afropop Worldwide, of course. Another West African singer-guitarist who has his own take on reggae and rock is Bombino of Niger, probably the most celebrated Tuareg musician on the scene today. Bombino calls the sound Tuareg, and there is a fine example of it on Bombino's 2018 release Deran. The song is Imajgan, the Tuareg people.
a veteran musician of Gao, Mali, accompanied by a younger axeman, Jadje Touré, from City's 2018 release, Tubalbero, and before that, The Great Bombino of Niger. Okay, now let's switch gears. The guitarist you're hearing is named Ronald Moipolai, but he just goes by Ronnie. Ronnie is an itinerant musician from rural Botswana playing here a four-string guitar on a YouTube video posted back in 2009. That video has well over one million views today and one of its viewers was so moved by what he saw that he went to Botswana himself to compile an album of field recordings. The album out now on vinyl with a fascinating 36-page booklet is called I'm Not Here to Hunt Rabbits. And I'd like you to meet its creator. Well, my name is David Aglo. I have a small record label called The Vital Record, and I release music that I think is important and overlooked and undervalued. 
You have to understand that the artists on this album play exclusively for local audiences. They have no connection whatsoever to the recording industry behind all the music we've heard so far on this program. You know, they're completely free-spirited. They're true itinerant musicians, most of them. And they live day to day. And so, for example, talking to the wonderful man, John uh, Johan Boldrecht, a good friend of mine now, who's the guy who posted these videos on YouTube. This guy loves music, and he's such a, a big-hearted guy. And he's lived there for 30 years, and he was putting these things on YouTube. But for him to find these musicians, get them to come to his house, and blah, 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 very difficult. And I said, John, tell them this is the difference between, you know, them making music in a little corner or getting some recognition and having the possibility maybe to tour or something. He's, David, these people don't care. They care about what they're going to drink today. And that is it. Ronnie, who's the face of YouTube, is a man of very few words. He doesn't speak much, ever. He is an amazing presence, almost like a spirit being, a truly peculiar being. But he's the gentlest soul. Hey, there's a magnetism about him. Ronnie gets called to play in all sorts of settings, but mainly in Shabins, where people drink local homebrew made from sorghum. And the smell is... Mm, they call it Shake Shake or Chibuku. He gets paid by the song and lays his head wherever he ends up at night. Because he is such a gentle soul, they rob him. I showed up, I'm like, where's your guitar? You know, because I have my field recorder, we're going to start to do some stuff. He's like, I don't have it. I'm like, well, I'm here to record. You, you need your guitar. He's like, I'm like, well, where is he? He says, I don't know. I lost it last night. Where? I don't know in a bar or something, and, so, and I'm like, well, this is a big problem. He says, he says they always bring it back to me, because they want him to play it. So there are people who go around looking for him to give him his guitar back. <laughs> well, here's a track by Ronnie from the album, I'm Not Here to Hunt Rabbits. It's called Special, and it talks about nighttime at the Shabins, when the atmosphere can quickly turn rough and dangerous, and I tell you, I've been there once. Never again.
with special. Now, before we go any further, we have to talk about the way this guitar is played because it's completely unique. David and his interpreter visited another itinerant guitarist outside the capital city, Gabarone. The artist's name is Western. Hey, Western. Western explained in Setswana why these guitarists use only four strings rather than six. Here's David to lay it out for us. What's unusual about how they play is it's four strings. One is a bass string, a literal bass string from a bass guitar. If not a bass string, then a brake cable or something that has a lower sound. And then three, what we would call treble strings at the bottom. So bass string at the top, space in between, three treble strings. And then to handle the guitar, they approach it from over the top with their hand. So they do not come underneath, their thumb doesn't support their four fingers on the frets. Their hand goes over the top of the guitar and they use their thumb actively for bass runs and different things. The tuning is what we would call an open tuning, uh, open G in the guitars I handle. They just tune it to itself and they find something that works with their voice. In fact, there are recordings I've made of the same song where they're in a totally different key because their guitar was tuned differently that day. And then right hand technique varies They usually use some kind of a plectrum, some kind of a pick, but they use it as a ring on their index finger, and then they use their thumb to hammer out the bass, but they can switch, and sometimes they'll use that pick on their index finger to play the bass string. So when you watch it, you just don't know what's going on. Confused? Well, visit afropop.org for links to videos and see for yourself. And I guarantee you'll be amazed. <laughs> Ratayana Magic Lani, 
That's Western singing about his work as a security guard. It seems like there's an awful lot of security guards in Botswana. And John explained to me, he says, you have to understand, 30% of the population has a good job, 30% of the population has no job, and the other third has a job protecting the people with good jobs from the people who don't have jobs. Technically, Botswana was a protectorate. It wasn't really a colony. They had nothing there. Nobody wanted Botswana. They went to Great Britain to ask them to become a colony. And they said, well, we'll make you a protectorate. And then they got independence. Britain's like, yeah, sure, be independent. And then the next year they found diamonds. <laughs> and now it has to be one of the wealthiest countries in the world. You wouldn't believe the university they have there. I mean, it's incredible. The roads, incredible. I tell you, Botswana is a country of extremes. And musicians like Ronnie and Western are way out on the margins. They get little support from the government, whose idea of traditional music, which this surely is, does not include drinking at Shabin's, but these musicians are beloved by their communities because they sing about matters of local concern. Let's hear the youngest artist David recorded, Batladira Radipse just 20 years old and a master of the local guitar style. This song is about bats. It says, Fear torments me at night in my sleep. The pastors say they see bones. Psychics say they see spirits. The witch doctor says, It's a bat that is terrorizing me. <laughs> Mama Antoine, 
Wow, from Botswana, a young master of the local guitar style with a song about the fear of bats. Coming up, more rare music from Botswana and hot new guitar tracks from Mali, Congo and Zimbabwe on more African guitars. Visit afropop.org for our complete interview with David Aglo, including links to videos of the unique Botswana guitar pickers. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. In Zimbabwe, guitar is still king in the country's reigning pop style, Sungura. And top of the Sungura charts these days is bass player and composer Alik Macheso. Oh, 
Wow, Alec Machesso and his cooking band with the recent Sungura track from Zimbabwe. Well, no surprise this music has had an influence across the border in Botswana in recent years. Hard times in Zimbabwe have driven many citizens to Botswana in search of work and opportunity. In the world of local musicians that David Aglo recorded, you can hear that influence. Check out Sibongile Kagaila playing a variant on the style, but not with a band like Alec Machesso, just one man and his guitar. Sibongile Kagaila with Marinyana, the Little Murrays. It's a great song, and then when you find out what it's about, it's literally about an engineering company, Murray, who came to build a road from Habaroni out to Kanye. And along the way, the guys that are building the road party at night and get a lot of people pregnant and leave a trail of illegitimate children behind them as they go towards Kanye. So he mentions all the towns where they leave all these illegitimate children, and of course they leave, and now this guy's the uncle who's stuck having to care for these illegitimate children. And this is a real thing that happened. And again, that's the most traditional thing about this music, is that the structure of the lyrics or the way it's told, matter of fact, funny, It's got nothing to do with the way we are accustomed to popular music. It's really coming from a different point of view. In our conversation with David, he stressed over and over how beloved and popular these performers are. People in bars and shabins know the words to their songs and sing along because the music reflects their lives. Like this song by Soli Sobotso, Fong Kong or Chinese Goods. 
It's a send-up on the cheap Chinese products they find in the market, in particular women's skirts with a slit up the side to show a little thigh, loved by young girls and, of course, despised by their more conservative parents. There's a saying now that's come up about the stuff from these Chinese merchants, which is, it was working when I bought it. So the refrain is, Chinese stuff, it was working when I bought it. And of course, everyone hears that and they just crack up. Because now it becomes something so inventive, you know, and so beautifully mundane. It's about a silly fashion, but it reveals a whole swath of culture and how it's changing and the opprobrium of the older generation to the way the younger generation is dressing and the Chinese immigration into Africa. I mean, it's touching all these subjects. That's folk music. Before we get back to guitar music, let me introduce you to a remarkable non-guitarist David recorded in Botswana. This is Otank Pete, recorded at his cattle post, with the traditional fiddle he made to pass the hours tending cattle. This instrument is called Sekhaba. It is mostly played at the places like this one in cattle post. It is originated in Botswana by the Bushmen. Uh, nowadays, because uh, our president have decided to help us fight this poverty. It is even played at schools in the villages. I'm trying to make my own songs, but uh, there and there, some of them are the songs which have been sang by everybody there. And then, but uh, nobody played them before with Sehaba. Uh, it's only me who is trying to play them with the instrument there. <laughs> Otang Pete from the album I'm Not Here to Hunt Rabbits. Man, I love that title. Well, there's a lot more to unpack on this collection. Highly recommended, I tell you. And don't miss our interview with David Aglo on afropop.org. For now, let's head back to West Africa by way of Kinshasa. Here's a track from Congolese roots rockers Jupiter and Oquest from their latest release, Kinsonic.
one of Africa's most talented young guitarists, Draman Touré. I must tell you that as we were preparing this broadcast, we learned that Haira Arbi had died in a hospital in Bamako. I tell you, it's hard news to take in. But maybe the best way to start is to listen to the nightingale of Timbuktu singing praises in her final studio album, Gossip. The song is... Aljama Bismillah.
beautiful Malian guitarist Draman Touré, accompanying his mentor and musical mother, the late Aira Arbi. Joining me now is Afropop producer Banning Air, who is a guitarist himself. And Banning, welcome to Afropop. Oh, it's good to be here. You had the good fortune to play with Aira a few times, didn't you not? I did, including at a rowdy, raucous wedding in Bamako back in 2016. Hira was just one of the most extraordinary singers I've ever met, and just a beautiful person who was so strong during the troubles in northern Mali in recent years. It's a, it's a great loss. Well, Benning's here to introduce the next track, an unreleased recording. Am I right, Benning? Yeah, that's right. This is a recording made right here in the Afropop studio in Brooklyn with our great engineer, Michael Jones. The guitarist is Bubakar Bajan Jabate. Now, I met Bajan back in 1996 when I was living in Bamako and studying guitar with the great Grio guitar maestro Jelly Madi Tunkar of the Super Rail Band. And by the way, we should mention that uh, you wrote a book about that experience. It's called In Griot Time, an American Guitarist in Mali. Yeah, thanks for the plug, George. I appreciate that. <laughs> so here's the story. One night, This young guitarist showed up at Jelamati's compound, and it was clear that Jelamati considered Bajan one of the most talented young Monday finger pickers on the scene. And I could immediately see why. Fast forward over 20 years, and Bajan turns up in New York City, visiting with his then wife, the griot singer Nene Sumano. Oh. They came here two or three times, and at one point, Bajan asked me to help him make a recording. I said I'd do it, but only if he made it a guitar-only session. No vocals or percussion, no balafone, kora, or other instruments. Originally, I wanted him to just play solo. But in the end, we compromised on the idea that he could do some overdubbing. So what you hear in this track is actually Bajan in a guitar duo with his brother Malfa Jabate, who lives here in New York. And is this recording going to be released, Benny? That's the plan. I've created a very small and so far very undercover record label called Lion Songs Records. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I figure, you know, can't beat them, join them. <laughs> <laughs> and this album is going to be one of the first official releases. So what's the song we're going to hear? Okay, it's called Sankone. And though there are no words, Bajan told me that the message is essentially don't trust everyone you meet. Oh, yes. Good advice. <laughs> <laughs> right? We can go with that. Yep. I think you'll hear why I'm such a champion of this little-known but monstrously talented guitarist. So off we go. Boubacar Bajan Diabaté with Sankone.
track from Monday guitarist Boubacar Badjan Jabate. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from Womex, the showcase, expo, and seminar dedicated to world and roots music. More info at womex.com. That's W-O-M-E-X, womex.com. Special thanks to David Aglo for his help with this program. Visit afropop.org to read our interview with David and find out lots more about African guitar music. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Banning Air, who should have a whole program dedicated to his own African music style. Oh, thanks, George. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this program was mixed at Studio 44 in Brooklyn by Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Greg Hartman. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of operations is Ben Richmond, and I'm Georges Collinet. PRI, Public Radio International.